to your point too, like when you're open to different possibilities and different opportunities, other opportunities start arising from around it too. So like, even though I go to your meetup, right. And there's an opportunity there to, to network and meet those people. I start bringing value to them. I start bringing deals to them, whatever, just because I'm bringing deals to them and I'm bringing value to those particular people, there's going to be opportunities around that indirectly is going to be because of the fact that I started going to those meetups and bringing value to there. What's going on, guys? Welcome to the Creating Wealth Podcast, where I, Kyle, from Kyle Curtin Real Estate, interview local top dogs in the real estate investing, wealth building, and personal finance industries. Let's build together. What's up, guys? Welcome to episode 115 of the Creating Wealth Podcast. Today, we have the great pleasure of chatting with Lou, aka Lou the Shoe Ciano. He recently accepted a position as a team leader at the Premier Group, powered by EXP Realty. Absolute rock star agent. Super excited to have him on here. What is going on, Lou? How are you, man? Hey, what's up, Kyle? Um, nothing, man. This is this is great. This is an honor, and I'm really pumped to be here, and uh, really excited to kind of share a little bit of hopefully story, and hopefully these people can get some value out of it. Um, it's yeah. Really excited to uh, sit down with you and have some fun. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited to jump in, man. You know, definitely, uh, you know, kind of tell us your your superhero backstory, you know, how you kind of got started and, um, you know, got into the real estate realm and bring us kind of up to where you are now. Okay, that's um, it's a very loaded story or very loaded question, but, uh, <laughs> but yeah, I'll, I'll try to dig into it. Um, so I had... I'm originally from Western Massachusetts, um, originally from West Springfield, Mass. I grew up there. My roots are there. Uh, friends, family, everybody. I, I didn't think I was ever going to leave Western Mass. That was going to be my my hometown. I was going to stay there for the rest of my life, and I was never going to leave. Um, it wasn't until I met my now fiance, uh, Mary Kate, that I ended up actually moving over here to Rhode Island. Um, and being that's a, a brand new, totally different place. I didn't know anybody can't rely on other people. Um, it was really tough for me to kind of meet people at first and try to, to, uh, I guess, network with people, um, uh, because yep. they're looking at me, especially a state like Rhode Island, how small it is. Um, and where I live, especially mm -hmm. it's almost like its own little world. I, I live on a Quidnick Island. For those of you that don't know. Aquidneck Island is made up of Newport, Middletown, and Portsmouth, Rhode Island. Um, we have our own little island. And it, it literally is just like your own little world over here. Um, so on this island, in Rhode Island, it's very hard to connect with people. Uh, everybody knows everybody already. And you're kind of coming in like a wrecking ball, you know, trying to disrupt that. <laughs> and uh, it's, it's definitely a hard thing to do. Um, so... For me, it was very tough at first, um, trying to kind of, you know, engage with people and, and trying to network with people and, and build relationships with people because they didn't want anything to do with me. And um, I had to basically yeah. kind of shift my thinking and figure out, okay, what does the community need? Uh, what is there a need of? Um, you know, where can I, you know, fit in here somewhere that I can kind of bring people together? Uh, so instead of me trying to chase people down 
and try to, you know, it's like, it's like uh, when you're a toddler, you force, you force somebody to hug you, but they don't want to hug you. What, what are you going to do? Right. So <laughs> uh, yeah, that was a weird, I guess, analogy, but that's at the, at the moment it sounded good. I, so. I like it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, Absolutely, but, uh, man. I, I like it a lot. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Um, but yeah, that's, that's, I guess, like the, the mindset that I had before versus like now, um, I have people kind of coming to me for advice, people coming to me, uh, to ask questions and, and to help them and everything like that too. So, um, it's pretty cool. And, uh, from Western mass where I was, I was a dude, I was a huge mama's boy, like to the T if you were to describe what a mama's boy was like, that was me. I was like, Never going to leave Western Mass. I had my friends, my family. I played football there. I went to Westfield State University, which was 10 minutes from my house down the road. Um, I lived at the school. When I, when I moved into the dorm room, my mom cried. I cried. You know, it was very, like, emotional, but I was only moving 10, 10 minutes down yeah. the road, you know? And then when I moved back <laughs> and everything, yeah. after school, she was all excited and stuff. But, um, you know, obviously – I ended up moving down to Rhode Island uh, since then because, you know, I wanted to be closer to Mary Kate. And, uh, yeah, so that's, mm -hmm. I guess, so far. That's that's awesome, man. Absolutely. And I, I think that's, that's super interesting, you know, like especially going from, um, you know, kind of having that, uh, that like idealism of like, all right, like Western Mass is my spot, you know, like, like that's like I'm keeping everything there and that type of thing. I think yeah. it's super interesting, man. Kind of um, I think it's kind of cool to to dig into like, you know, kind of building your roots and and going outside of your comfort zone and and that type of thing. Um, especially you know, kind of like move into a whole different state with like a whole different like mentality and and that type of thing. Uh, it'd be cool to kind of dig into that, man, if you could. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. So. Um... Like back home, I mean, like I said, I'm a very, very like comfortable person. Like I'm comfortable with the people that I have around mm -hmm. me. I was comfortable with my family, obviously, my friends. Like I had my, my dad was a plumber and my brother's an electrician and all my dad's best friends were contractors and real estate agents and attorneys. And, and um, you know, it was a very, very like close niche group of people that I had around me over in Western Mass. Um, when I moved here. Basically, I, I moved here. Um, I was working at Firestone Complete Auto Care. For those that don't know, it's an auto care uh, business or whatever. I was, I was a manager for six plus years, I think. Yeah, over six years. And um, I went from, you know, working there as a manager to I moved to one that was over here. And I was doing two days a week uh, with trying to generate real estate business, you know, in the other five days or whatever. Um, so I was doing a lot of different things. I was on op city, yeah. uh, trying to grab all those leads. I was on Zillow trying to grab all those leads. I was doing cold calling, man. You want to, you want to hear why I, I, uh, got my nickname Lou the shoe back. So back in middle school or like elementary school, or whatever, um, that nickname came about. And then in high school, the nickname came about again, and it, it went away again. And then in college, it came in and then went away again, whatever. When I moved back to Rhode Island, I was, uh, can I swear on here first off? 
Is that okay? Yeah, go for it. <laughs> Why not? Right, cool. Yeah. So when I first moved to Rhode Island, people, uh, uh, thank you. So when I first moved to Rhode Island, I was I was cold calling. Is how I was trying to get my business right. So when I was cold calling people, I was like, I was like, hi, how are how are you? This is Lewis from EXP Realty. Would are you be interested in selling your house or whatever? And they'd be like, you know, fuck you, fuck your mother, go fuck yourself. They would call me every name in the book, and I was like, I was like, oh, okay, thank you, yeah. have a nice day, like click. You know, and it's that's how I was trying to generate business at the very beginning. Exactly. That's how I was trying to generate business at the very beginning. And then um, then I started kind of playing with it a little bit more. And I realized that there was a, a really big Italian presence, a really proud Italian presence in Rhode Island. And so when I started cold calling, instead of saying, hi, this is Lewis. I said, hey, how you doing? It's Lou the Shoe. What's going on? And I, I swear to God, I would start like that. That's awesome. And then people... People started being like, Lou the Shoe, huh? All right. What's going on? How you doing? What's, what's up? What do you got? So just because of the fact that I, I started, you know, almost like fitting in a little bit, um, people started yeah. lowering their, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Lowering their. Their guard. Yes. Yes. Thank you. Sorry. Lowering their guard a little bit. Mm -hmm. And then that way I was able to have more conversations and that turned into leads, into transactions, whatever. So um, I was doing that for quite a while, doing the cold calling, and uh, that was pretty fruitful uh, for a bit. And then when I started going to networking events, same kind of thing. I would say, hi, you know, hi, I'm Lewis. Nice to meet you. And people would, you know, they'd kind of do one of those and say, all right, like, I don't care about you. I don't know about you, whatever. I would go to another networking event and I would talk to somebody for like 30 minutes and they wouldn't recognize me. And then after the next event, yeah. they wouldn't recognize me. And then finally, there was a one networking event. Um, I forgot where it was. I think it was Chapel Grill. And we all stood around in a circle and we all kind of introduced ourselves to the entire group. Um, and then when I was there, I said, hey, how's it going, everybody? Name's Lou the Shoe. I'm in real estate. You know, just I wanted to say hi and thank you for having me, whatever. And then everybody started dying laughing. And then people started coming up to me and they were like, Lou the shoe. I got to meet you. I got to meet you everything. And then, so it basically kind of turned and I was like, you know what, from now on, I'm just, I'm not even going to mess with it. I'm just going to lean in and forever for the, for the rest of my life, I'm going to be Lou the shoe. That's it. Hell but, yeah. Um, Hell yeah, man. Thank you. And uh, so that's, that's how I guess I got that story and I got a little sidetracked there. So I do apologize. Um, but when I moved to Rhode Island, obviously I was doing the cold calling and everything. I was still working at Firestone a couple days a week. And um, then I started going to uh, the Rhode Island Real Estate Investor Group, which honestly, like that, that was such, such a good idea to start going to that. And when I didn't have any money really coming in at first, I was like, man, can I pay the $150 for the year? Like, $150, that was it from retrospect, it's not a lot of money at all. But at that time when I yeah. didn't have a lot of money coming in, I wasn't thinking of like, okay, what can this money do for me? I was thinking of this money that I have, this $150 that, that can, you know, pay for my groceries for I eat a lot, so maybe like one week. But still, like, so I ended yeah. up uh dishing it out. Um 
paid the 150 bucks. I went to the Rhode Island real estate investor group. Absolutely loved it. And then I started going religiously. And then I started, you know, not speaking at the events or whatever, but they'll give you an opportunity to kind of pitch whatever you want uh, prior to the yep. main speaker. And then I started trying to figure out what sort of value that I could bring to people where people are going to start coming to me and asking questions. So then I started finding off market deals. And then I would say, okay, name's Lou the Shoe. Um, I got an off market property, three unit, two unit, you know, whatever. And then people started kind of coming to me and asking questions. And then I started realizing that um, because of the fact that I have this now group of investors, all these like friends that I can kind of rely on for things up in the northern part of the state. But where I am, like I said, it's it's, it's a totally yep. different animal on this island. Oh, I'm sorry. It's a totally different animal. That's right. Like, <laughs> uh, these investors that are on this island, they know each other. Um, if any any off-market opportunities come up, they scoop it up real quick without anybody else knowing. And I got to get inside of that community. And then I started doing research. Okay, well, I want to be an investor on this island. I want to learn more about investing on the island. And I also want to connect the investors that are off the island, all my friends. I want to connect those people to the investors that are on the island so that way they can all help each other. And so that's when I started coming yeah. up with an idea of creating an investor group on the island. And then I ended up um, doing some research. I realized that there's really no real estate group that meets religiously every single month on the island. So naturally, I thought that was a great opportunity there. And boom, I created the Aquinnick Island Real Estate Investors Group. Um, and so the first event, we had about uh, 26 people there. And... It was such a mess. I had no idea what I was doing. I was just like, oh, yeah, come on in. Just do whatever you want. <laughs> and then, uh, but the second one, yeah. I ended up um, I ended up just making sure things were a little bit neater, organized, whatever. Um, and then I was able to get Frank Padalano over to, uh, to be able to speak at our event. Um, and for those that, do you know Frank Padalano, Kyle? Do you know Frank? Yeah, we have each other on Facebook. I haven't had like a one-on-one -on -one conversation with him yet. Um, okay. All right. Yeah. So he, yeah, uh, yeah he's, he, was he's a, a great guy. He's yeah. <laughs> a great person to network with as well. Um, but yeah, so I had him speak actually about syndications uh, on this past Tuesday and uh, we ended up pulling a pretty decent crowd. We had 35 people and you know, the people that were there, they were engaging, they were asking questions throughout the entire presentation. It was amazing. And um, we had some free food and drinks and, you know, whatever. So it was good for our, our, our third, technically our second event ever. Um, but on books, it was our third. The second one that we were supposed yep. to have, it ended up like people were threatening to protest it. So we ended up like canceling it. Yeah, that was a, a crazy story. I'll, I'll, I can tell you about that <laughs> afterwards. But um, yeah, that was that was kind of wild. But um, wow. Yeah. So now, being that I created this community of investors on the island, and people are starting to see the success here, people are starting to see the opportunity that's arising. Now people are coming up to me, and they're asking questions, and they're they're saying, "Hey, Lou, I know you know this. I know you know the island. I know you're in real estate." I'm going to come to you and ask questions and I want you to be my real estate agent. 
I want you to help me sell this property, that property. And a lot of the business to business um, types of relationships, those are the most fruitful when it comes to like real estate and being a real estate agent, because you're, you're then getting reoccurring business versus just that one client that you had that one time. And um, just being able to nurture those types of relationships, those business to business relationships and creating something, people are seeing you in that type of leadership role. And then just the opportunities just start flowing and flowing. And it's incredible. Um, So that's, I guess, my whole spiel. And that's, that's pretty much everything I think. Um, (laughs) Yeah, I I don't know what else to add there. Yeah, no, I, I think that's absolutely awesome, man. You know, and it's, there's so much, um, so much power, you know, behind like, uh, seeing opportunities like that, you know, to be the the thought leader, um, especially, you know, in the setting of, of meetups and stuff like that, you know, and, and credibility and like bringing people together and like, just, and it, it's a lot of fun as well. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. uh, you know, along with, you know, like the business kind of side of it, um, just to bring people together in general, you know, and like, if you're the guy that like leads the meetup, um, you know, and, and kind of creates the party, I guess, if you will, that, that everybody gets invited to, um, it can definitely be a, definitely be pretty fruitful, you know? And I, I think that's super cool too, man. Like, especially, um, I think that's a phenomenal tip for, for anybody that might be watching too, is like, uh, you know, if there's the town, you know, or, or market that you want to invest in, you know, mm-hmm. if it's like relatively close to you, that type of thing, or, you know, just like just buying in, in general, or, um, you know, towns that you want to get clients in, whatever your situation is, it's, uh, take some time and like, you know, research, like if there's groups that are in that area, and if mm-hmm. not, like you might be sitting on something beautiful, you know, and, and be the one to be able to start that group and, and oh, connect yeah. that community. Um, which will, you know, has benefits that like, I can't even like, (laughs) we, you know, we can't say on on one podcast, you know, cause it's, uh, they're pretty long, but yeah, I I think that's super cool, man. Absolutely. Yeah. And, uh, to your point too, is like, it's, it's not just about building your community as well. It's also building the other communities that are around you that are similar in stature and and have similar ideology as well. So like for me, like, I promote the hell out of the uh, Rhode Island real estate investor group because I think there is so much tremendous value that you can get from that Rhode Island real estate investor group. I think everybody should join anybody that's ever related to, to uh, real estate. That's an investor that if they're an investor or not, whatever, but their business is related to real estate, then they need to join that group because you have an opportunity literally just to stand in front of a bunch of investors, people that are either own real estate or aspire to own real estate at some point in their life. And they're going to need some sort of service. So the fact that you're standing in front of them month after month, they're seeing your face, like that's an opportunity for contractors, flippers, uh, you know, other investors, uh, hard money, like private money, they're builders, like whatever foundation guys, engineers, um, really Anybody, anybody related cleaners, like um, I had a clean out company that I recommended going to the investor group. And since he ended up joining the investor group, and then, like I said, he started pitching every single month. 
just because of he was in front of these people pitching every single month. The first month he got, I think, um, one referral. The second month, I think he got three referrals. And then the third month after that, he ended up getting like seven, like nine or 10 referrals. Wow. And it like, he just grew like exponentially just because of the fact that these people are obviously like doing the work he's getting in front of the, the right people. And it's just the way that he was uh, engaging and just, just being there and being proactive. Um, so I guess like not just uh, building the community around yourself, you know, in general, but like building the other communities as well and trying to help those because those, the, the leaders at those other communities too, like Frank Padalano, like I said, he runs the Rhode Island real estate investor group. He asks me and says, Hey, what can I do to help you and your group? You know, I have the, the other real estate investor groups. What can I do to help you and your group? And it's like the coolest thing of everybody truthfully just, they see you helping them and they want to give back and they want to be able to, to bring some sort of value to you as well. So that's like, it's such a cool dynamic that, you know, a year and a half ago, two years ago, two and a half years ago, like when I had moved here, I would have never thought about this. I would have been like, man, Rhode Island sucks, dude. Like, <laughs> this is the worst state in the world. Like, I mean, it's beautiful, but the people here are crazy. <laughs> and so, but like now that I'm in this own, this different type of, uh, um, this these different types of groups, I'm surrounded by these different types of people um, that just, you pour into them, they pour into you. And now it's like, it's the coolest, coolest thing um, that has ever happened to me. Cause like, I can see that that's like the, the type of environment that's like starting to build around me. Um, and it's, it is so cool. Yeah, no, I, I couldn't agree more, man, you know, and like, especially around the point as well of continuing to go to these events month after month, you know, and, and kind of like become a regular, I guess you could say, quote unquote. Um, like there's so much value behind it. And like, you know, I just, I love those kind of relationships, especially too, man. Cause like, you know, we're, we're humans, like we're aware of like, you know, who's in the environment that we're in, who's in the room, like, and just like, you know, see familiar faces over and over and over again, you yep. know? And like, it's building up those relationships. Like, like you can see, you know, who's, um, who's like, you know, super serious and, and devoted and stuff like that, like from the people that continue to go over and over and over and over again. And it's, um, it, it really is a, a beautiful thing, man. You know what I mean? And it's uh, especially, yeah, exactly. You know, cause like most meetups are monthly and like you, you get a touch in like every month, you know, and then like you start to be buddies and then like, you know, who knows, like maybe a deal comes up and you guys like work on it together or, you know, like my cousin's looking for X, you know, like you might be the guy, you know what I mean? And right, right. there's just, there's so much power in just continuing to go to, especially the same events over and over and over again. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, that people like you, um, people like me and like these companies put on, you know, and it's, uh, your relationships are everything, man, you know, and it's a lot of fun as well. You know what I mean? Like, yep. you know, go hang around like-minded people and, toss ideas back and forth like what's got you stuck what's got me stuck like how can we fix this together it's just it's always creating those growth environments and mm -hmm. especially to your point earlier man about um 
you know, promoting like other groups and stuff too. Like this, this is the thing I love about our industry, man. Or I should say one of the things yeah. is that like, we're all birds of a flock in the bigger picture, man. Like, yeah, you know, like there's like co different companies that have like, you know, different groups and stuff like that. But like, we all fly together and like, you know, the same, the same and different people go to the, like the same and different meetups, you know what I mean? And oh, like, yeah. it's just like, oh, you know, like, Lou's got like next week, you know, this one's last week, you know, like I'm going to go to both. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it's all good. <laughs> and it's, it's always just being in those growth environments and especially the power of creating a growth environment in whatever that looks like, um, you know, for you and for your business and, and stuff like that. It's crazy things happen when you're around like-minded people that are always trying to grow and teach and um, lives change, man, you know, and it's, it's a cool thing. Yeah. And uh, to your point, too, like when you're open to different possibilities and different opportunities, other opportunities start arising from around it, too. So, like, even though I go to your meetup, right, and there's an opportunity there to, to network and meet those people, I start bringing value to them. I start bringing deals to them, whatever, just because I'm bringing deals to them and I'm bringing value to those particular people, there's going to be opportunities around that indirectly is going to be because of the fact that I started going to those meetups and bring value to there. And I'll, I'll give a quick, just one little example. Yeah. Um, there was an agent that was selling a house literally right across the street from me. And it was like, it was in my neighborhood. The, the people were in trouble. They ended up basically uh, foreclosing on the property. There was an investor that scooped it up. Um, I, I wasn't involved whatsoever. They, they scooped it up with the, with those, uh, people still living there. Yep. Um, so I didn't know anything about it, but yeah. they flipped the property. The agent that helped them flip the property, um, basically, you know, ended up listing it. I said, Hey, listen, I'm an investor. Um, I've, you know, done a couple flips. I, I, I know how it is. I know the area. This is right across the street from me. I, I have my office inside my house. If you ever need anything, just feel free to, to reach out. I would love the opportunity to, to uh, provide an open house for you or whatever you need. And um, the property sat on the market for a couple months because they, they priced it like really, really high. Um, and then, so they priced it really high, sat on the market for a couple months. And then I said, Hey, you know what? Why don't you let me do an open house and I'll invite all the neighbors and I'll do uh, like a, a, kind of like a neighbor meet and greet, but at the same time, like take a look at the house. Nice. And we ended up getting like 20 some odd people through the property on a dead listing because <laughs> of the fact that I was, I was able to, you know, provide coffee and donuts and, and just get all the neighbors together. So now just because of the fact that I was able to help this person get 20 some odd people through the property, like it also gave me an opportunity to talk real estate with all my neighbors too. Yeah. So now my neighbors, you know, they see me door knocking. Hey, we're having coffee and donuts. Come on. <laughs> take a look. You know, you know what I mean? Wow. So it's like, it's a cool, like other opportunities arise because of the fact that I'm being open to this particular opportunity. And even though it might be indirectly um, like correlated, these other opportunities, like there's still opportunities for value that I can provide my neighbors, my people. And then in turn, I can get something back. So now I had done that for them, um, for that one agent, right? Right across the street. And then a couple, couple weeks later, a month later, whatever, she ended up closing the property. 
And I said, hey, congratulations. You know, I stayed in touch with her. A couple weeks after she closed that property, she ended up uh, basically flipping another property. Well, this agent, come to find out, she can't list her own properties. Her brokerage does not allow her to list her own properties, which is crazy to me. Yeah. But isn't that weird? <laughs> yeah. So it, conflict of interest or something, insurance. Hmm. I, I don't I don't know the reason why, but I basically said, you know what? Let me let me list your property. I'll list it for you. I'll represent you. You, you know, you don't really have to pay me too too much. We can yeah. take care of whoever brings in the buyer, and that's it. Uh, just you know, let me help you out. Thank you so much for the opportunity to stick my sign in your yard and uh, we'll carry on. And so she was like, all right, yeah, absolutely. Stuck my sign in her yard, um, did a couple open houses. Again, she, you know, we kind of priced the property a little high. So my sign was in her yard a lot longer than it probably should have been. But people in that neighborhood, in that area, they started seeing the, you know, my sign. They started calling my sign, whatever. Yep. Got a couple buyer referrals out of it. And then I also, um, I don't speak Spanish and it was a Spanish, uh, like neighborhood, like there's yeah. a lot of Spanish speaking people. So I had to kind of like, you know, re refer them out to somebody else. But, um, one day somebody calls me up and says, Hey, I saw your, your, your sign in this yard at, uh, on, you know, on uh, 199 Illinois street. Um, I got a property right around the corner there that, uh, I'm looking to sell and I want to interview a few different agents in the area. Would you be willing to interview? And I, I literally said, I was like, I'll be there in a few hours. So I, I went over, um, interviewed for the job. I said, Hey, listen, you know, anything that you need whatsoever. Like I like working with people. Um, I like being open to different possibilities and different things. I can make it as, as smooth as possible. And then all of a sudden the next, you know, I stayed in touch with them a couple days, whatever. And then he told me, hey, listen, I found somebody else that is a close family friend that's going to buy this property. Um, but thank you so much for your help. Absolutely no problem at all. If you ever need anything, let me know. Yeah. A week goes by. I call him back and I say, hey, you know, I know you said you were going to be selling it to this guy. I just wanted to know what happened. He ends up saying, oh, yeah, it didn't work out. I want you to list my property. So now I have a new listing out of it, too. And it's a really good price range. So just because of the fact that, you know, back to being open to different possibilities and opportunities, even yeah. though it's not, you know, you're not going to make money directly. Like there is ample ways that you can make money on the outskirts. So like having those business to business relationships with those people, with that agent and being able to just provide so much value that they're like, man, I want to help this person out. Like, we, we're all here to help each other. We're all here to kind of move each other in the right direction. And that opportunity would have never came ever had I from the very beginning saw the sign in my neighbor's yard and was instead of being like, like, oh, these these people used a different realtor. I can't believe that. I said I called her up and I said, hey, this is my neighborhood. I'm right across the street. Whatever you need. Like, I, I'm not like other realtors. Yeah. I really want to help you. I want this to go through and I want to, I want you to make as much money as possible. Let me know how I can provide value to you, whether it be opening up the door, whether it be doing an open house, whatever you need me to do, I'll be there for you. And so like, that's only one example, but that was a, a really good example of like just being open to helping people. And then the universe has a funny way 
of delivering back other um, other opportunities right around the corner. Absolutely, man. I, I totally agree with you, Lou. That's that's super cool, man. You know, and it's it's a beautiful thing, you know, just uh, exactly like just just be a good dude, you know, and, and just go like give people <laughs> value. And like it's it's a beautiful thing, you know, and it yeah. sounds so simple, but like it's not, you know what I mean? And yeah. like just going like the extra mile can can really come back to you in, in ways that you'd never expect, you know, and I, I'm right there with you, man. Like the universe has its ways of like telling you certain things and like everything happening, you know, perfectly, like how it should and, and stuff like that. And um, it's an awesome thing, man. It is. Mm-hmm. But Lou, I wanted to thank you so, so much for coming on here, my man. I wanted to ask you where on um like social media and stuff can you be found? I'll, I'll tag everything you got. And Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Um, so thank you for saying that. So on Instagram, it's at real estate with Lou the shoe mm-hmm. and on Facebook, I think it's the same thing. Real estate with Lou the shoe. Yeah. I think it's real estate. I think YouTube real estate. Yeah. It's real estate with Lou the shoe on YouTube as well. Um, I, I started a new blog. Our team, we're doing a hundred K and a hundred day challenge. Yep. And like part of the hundred day challenge, like part of what it is, is, um, you know, like you get 15 points or whatever, for doing the blog. So I've been doing that as well. So I, I now have a blog. Um, I don't even know what it's called. <laughs> <laughs> I'll find it, man. I'll, I'll throw it down below. <laughs> WordPress. Uh, what else is there? LinkedIn. I think it's just Louis Ciano. Might be real estate. Louis. I, don't, I don't even know. But um, yeah. yeah, I guess that's, that's all my social media tags. Yeah, that's okay. Yeah. Sweet. Perfect, man. Yeah, thank thank you. Thank you again so, so much, Lou. Uh, this, this was absolutely awesome, man. All right, guys. That concludes our Creating Wealth podcast episode for today. I want to thank every single person that has listened this far. It really means a lot to know that people can learn from me and with me as we build wealth together. Hopefully, you can take home at least one thing from this podcast that will improve your life just a little bit. If you could, please check me out on social. That's at Kyle Curtin Real Estate on Instagram, Facebook, and I'm on Bigger Pockets. Until next time, let's build together. <laughs>